only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. To the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267 22 Jiggy. Daddy Hey Jiggy, what's happening, man? Must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. Jeff. It's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. Okay, so we are live. We are coast to coast. It is the Tuesday edition of the big broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Lots of stuff happening. Lots of stuff happening, as they say, including Twitch giving us all sorts of problems. So we are going to do this. I'm going to log back into the old Twitch. Apparently, it is redirecting me, so I am now back live on the Twitch. Back live, as they say. I don't know who's saying it. I don't know why they're saying it. They are indeed saying it. And we have live video on our website, JiggyJaguar.com. It works. It's fantastic. And I am so glad that those folks got that fixed over there. So I seem to be off on the video here. Uh, I'm off kilter for some reason. What is going on here? I have two new followers on the old uh, the old Twitch here. We're gonna see if I'm even broadcasting live on Twitch because I get the impression we are not. <laughs> I got to get centered. Where am I? I need to get centered here. Okay, according to Twitch, I am not live. Fantastic. Fantastic, kids. Fantastic. So, I wish there was a way that I could record. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish there was a way that I could do the things that I do, but do them in a different way or something. I don't know. Okay. Get a hold of us online, jiggyjaguar.com. That is the best spot to see what we are up to. And uh, I can zoom in. Look at this. I can zoom in on me. I can zoom in on me. What's that microphone say? Okay, there we go. If you're watching us on video, uh, I'm 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 12. Um, if <laughs> if you're listening to us online, not so much there. We are going to get a hold of Frank Vernuccio. He is, of course, from USA Gov Policy. He is, of course, our man in the street, and. Uh, we might get him to run for mayor of New York at some point. I was seriously thinking if we could get Frank Vernuccio to move to 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 become the mayor of New York City, it might be really awesome. So let's see if we can cut Vernuccio into announcing. Frank, how are you, sir? Doing well. Looking forward to our discussion. You know, I was just saying that I think we need to make you uh, the mayor of New York City. Um, <laughs> what 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 can we do to get you to run for mayor of New York next time? A lobotomy, perhaps. <laughs> um, Dang it. 
Yeah, it is. It is getting ridiculous. It has gotten ridiculous. Um, the level of crime in the city is just absurd, and the difference be- between the crime now and the crime previously is not so yes. much just in the soaring level of crime, but it's also in the fact that it is pervasive throughout the city. As in any large city, you know that there were certain areas you didn't walk in at, at certain times of the night. Oh, yeah. But now, whether you're talking about Fifth Avenue or Times Square or any place else, even the most populated, the most popular and previously safe areas of the city, you're vulnerable. And that's directly attributable to what's been done with things like bail reform, of simply not keeping people in prison who have committed repeated crimes. Yes. Um, throughout the country, it's not that many people who are actually committing crimes. A small group of recidivists is really responsible for committing crimes over and over and over again. Once we eliminated ideas like three strikes and you're out, yes. uh, of keeping people in jail who have committed numerous crimes, we have essentially manufactured this crime wave. It is Frank Vernuccio, USA Gov Policy. He joins us today here on our program. So did did anything change after they after they did all these elections fairly recently? No, in fact it it's it's heartbreaking because the current mayor actually ran on a platform of being tough on crime once he got into office, one of his first budget that he presented to the city council actually cut the police force. Um, it's a tragedy because the people, I think, expressed their desire for a reduced crime, for a tougher attitude. And the man who promised to give that to them simply isn't keeping up with his promise. It's Frank Vernuccio, USA Gov Policy. So let, let's, let's move to this uh, situation overseas. Um, Israel seems to have like they're doing like diplomacy in this Russia Ukraine war. Um, are we going to be seeing peace negotiations here very soon? Right now, I don't think we're going to see peace negotiations unless uh, Vladimir Putin has a fatal accident. Um, <laughs> he seems to have staked his entire prestige, his entire rule on taking over Ukraine, rebuilding piece by piece the old Soviet empire. And uh, he's too deeply invested to pull out. What I think the Israelis, who I believe sent one of their ministers, uh, Edwards, I believe, to Moscow, were discussing was not Ukraine. It was Iran. Uh, there is a inexplicable push on the part of the Biden administration to reopen the Iran nuclear deal, it was a bad deal to begin with. It essentially, essentially allowed Iran to start building nuclear weapons after a certain amount of time, and that would be in just about one or two years. Uh, I don't know why anyone would want to go back to a deal that allowed, allowed Iran to do that. What I strongly suspect the Israelis were talking about in Moscow was that if, in fact, Iran does get nuclear weapons, Israel will have no choice but to take out Iran's nuclear facilities at the very least and perhaps target the Iranian leadership at most. So I think that considering the relations between Iran and Russia, Israel is perhaps laying the groundwork for saying, look, you know, we have to do this. It's an element of our survival. And we hope that you don't consider this an act of war against Russia. But this is essence of our survival. We have to do this. It is Frank Vernuccio, USA Gov Policy. He joins us today here on our big program. So w- what are some news items that no one is talking about that you have, uh, that you've been, you know, covering? Well, one of the, this has been in the news, of course, but, you know, my, my astronomy, James, is a bit hazy. But last time I checked, Venezuela, Iran, and Saudi Arabia were on the same planet as the United States. Am I not right on that one? Yes, you are correct. So if we're talking about pollution of the globe, how is it that getting getting Iranian oil or Venezuelan oil or Saudi oil is somehow less polluting than using good old American oil uh, right from our own sources in a way that wouldn't bankrupt our people? You know, this entire inflation is based on the Biden administration's attempt to destroy American fossil fuel use. Um, But if it was solely on green concerns, 
you could say they're wrong, but at least it's not illogical. But the fact that we are importing additional oil from or want to import additional oil from Venezuela, Saudi or Iran makes no sense whatsoever, not even from a green perspective. So you really have to ask, what is the administration thinking? We have got a great guest with us today. Of course, he joins us each and every week. Frank Bernuccio is with us, USA Gov Policy. So, Frank, uh, you have a tremendous, tremendous television and radio broadcast. What do you have lined up for this week? We're going to be talking to Steve Turley. You might know him. He's a producer. He's a writer and all that. And he's going to be talking about how does the Biden administration continue to engage in activities which cause disaster to the United States, but still get the support of about 36% of the American public. And who are those 36%? We're also going to be talking to Scott Powell, the author of a new book called Rediscovering America. And he talks about how there is a great tragedy in the United States that so many of our own citizens don't have the faintest clue about the history of our country. We have got Frank Vernuccio with us today. Frank, uh, thanks for doing this, my friend, as always. And uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you, sir. I look forward to it. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. There he goes. The fantastic Frank Vernuccio. USA Gov Policy. We are going to take a brief time out. And uh, if, if some of that hasn't scared the hell out of you, just pull up the internet. It'll scare the crap out of you. We're going to take a timeout. And when we come back, we've got more on our fake program. Jared Alexander. We are back live. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. If you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance, available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Call LifeCare at 800-926-6092, 800-926-6092, 800-926-6092. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. To keep your family and property safe, call 1-800-676-1070. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-676-1070. 1-800-676-1070. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to cover final expenses, such as medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance that's available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. 
no medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. The application process is quick and easy. You can even apply without having to undergo a medical examination. Just answer a few questions and we'll do the rest. With the average funeral costs skyrocketing to $11,000 and Social Security only paying $255, you need simple, affordable peace of mind for you and your whole family. Don't leave behind unpaid expenses, expenses that, if left unattended, will burden your family tremendously. Benefits include a guaranteed premium that will never increase, a guaranteed cash value, and a guaranteed death benefit that can never decrease. To find out how you can get final expense insurance with a guaranteed lifetime rate lock, call LifeCare at 800-671-0247. We are going to go to our next guest, Barbara Golmula. And uh, we are going to go... They are going to go to her here in just a few moments. We're going to call her via the magic of the old Skipscape. We are going to give her a holla, 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 as they say. And uh, if you want to find us, you can find us on JiggyJagwire.com. That is the best spot to see what we are up to. And uh, Barb Gong Mula is going to be with us here in just a few moments. <laughs> I, I love Barbara Gon Mueller, and uh, she'll be with us here in just a few seconds. And uh, once we get her in here, we will do as the Romans do. I don't know what that means. But uh, I believe... Barbara, how are you, my friend? I'm really good. I'm just about to try. I was watching the Secretary General talk about International Women's Day today, and so I just turned it off. How are you, my friend? How are you? You are, you are always uh, on, on, on top of everything, my friend. You're, you're, you're great. Well, thank you. I thought you were the one that was always on top of everything. <laughs> Barbara and Gon Mueller with us today, and she is great. And March is Woman's History Month, and we have got her with us today. She is fantastic. She is the widely, widely uh, popular personality, a frequent guest on our broadcast. And uh, she's carved a great career in the world of book publishing as an outstanding publicist. In fact, she served as the president of the Book Publicist of Southern California for a few years. And uh, she is now in Santa Barbara, California. And that's where we're going for our chat with Ms. Mueller today. So let's talk about International Women's Day and uh, Women's History Month. Tell me a little bit about this. Well, you know, this is a really important time for each woman out there to honor herself. To honor the woman that you are, because we often take a back seat to the men in our lives, and we often take the back seat to our children because we're busy. But you know what? Today's our day to say thank you to women. We wouldn't be here without women. We wouldn't be here if we didn't have a mother. And we wouldn't be here if we didn't have 70% of all the healthcare workers are women today. And we know we had this yeah. pandemic with COVID. The Winter National Women's History Month actually started in the early 1900s when women were trying to get the vote. Just amazing. It is Barbara Gunn Mueller with us today. She joins us live here on our big program. And uh, we always love hearing from the fantastic Barbara Gunn Mueller. She has co authored Revolutionary Conversations. The tools you need for success you want, and she joins us today here on a broadcast. So how many human rights are there? Well, thank you for asking, because, you know, if we were honoring the human rights that were created in order to give us 30 human rights, we would not be in any kind of scuffle. We would not be in any kind of upset, because if you violate the human rights, you would not be able to survive. We have 30 human rights, and it starts with everybody ha is born free and equal. And if you look at these human rights, that we have a safe place to live, that we can have peace, we would never have a war. 
And anytime there was a war or something like that, it would be a violation of the human rights. So the human rights were created by my favorite, Eleanor Roosevelt, in 1948. And it was created at the United Nations. And it allowed people to understand that because you are human, you have certain rights. Everything from the fact that you have the freedom of movement, you have a copyright, you the right to education, which is number 26. I mean, everything that we count on today is almost a human right, like number 28, a fair and free world. Number 29, responsibility. We have a duty to other people, and we should protect their rights and freedoms, too. Isn't that a good idea? Yes, very much a very much a good idea, my friend. And the right to public assembly, which we have been really doing in Santa Barbara lately because of the sadness of this um, situation today. We have been marching. And I was downtown at a new movie theater for our International Film Festival. And as I stood there under the marquee, in came this beautiful procession of quiet walkers who were protesting any sort of war. You know, this has been going on for, for ever, ever since I've been alive. There's always been somebody protesting something, and that's a human right, the right to public assembly. We all have the right to meet our friends, to work together in peace, and defend our rights. Nobody can make us join a group if we don't want to. And then number 21, the right to democracy. We all have the right to take part in the government of our country. Every grown-up should be allowed to choose their own leaders. That's the right to vote, right there on 21. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It is the fabulous Barbara Gong Mueller with us today. She joins us here on our big broadcast. So when was this adopted by the United Nations? 1945 is when the United Nations was created. You may know that because it was to avoid the scourge of future wars. Right after World War II ended, the United Nations was created. Two years later, the United Nations had Eleanor Roosevelt as a delegate from the United States. And during that period, when Truman put her in to the United Nations, they decided they needed a Declaration of Human Rights, an international Declaration of Human Rights. And when they put this human rights together, it was adopted by the United Nations in 1948. The first charter proclaiming the 30 rights to every human being on our planet. And you look at the people today who really need these human rights to be obeyed and human rights to be honored. And so I interviewed somebody, I don't know, since I talked to you last, um, I started something called peacepodcast.org. And since I talked to you, I've interviewed 80 peacemakers, people who are really trying to make our world work for all. And one of the people I interviewed was Mark Ottinger. He's a lawyer, and he's trying to create a court for human rights. So if somebody violates your human rights, they would have a place that they could go to that would say, wait a minute, I would like to have you know that my human rights were violated. And I'm not talking about little simple human rights violations. I'm talking about leaders of countries who are violating in mass the human rights of the people who they were entrusted to protect. I think every leader has the right to protect the people who he who elected him. And I just really get sad when I see that we are not protecting everybody's human rights. And when you watch television, you see the demonstrations that are now going on around the world. Barbara Gon Mueller with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. So is there a court of human rights? Tell us about this. Well, that's what we hope happens. Mark oh, Ottinger okay. is, we're hoping we have that. But we do have the Hague. The Hague is where we have the when we had the first really international trial was the Nuremberg trials. And if you want to know more about that, you can go to peacepodcast.org and listen to this. I have a hundred and two year old Ben Ferenz on my podcast. 
He was a lawyer that tried the criminals in the, from the Nazi concentration camps and from the extermination of all those beautiful people just because they were Jewish. Oh, my heart broke so much. And so I wasn't even alive then. But he said, I am going to try these people who are criminals. And they said, how can you do that? There are over 3,000 people who would have to be tried because they were the part of this extermination of these beautiful people. And he said, okay, what? how many, stair, how many chairs are in the courtroom? 30. Okay, I'm going to pick 30 of the worst criminals, and I'm going to try them. And he took it upon himself at the age of 28 to honor the people whose lives were gone because of their race. And so that's the biggest violation we've had on our planet against his human right to be alive. It's Barbara Gon Mueller. She's with us today here on our big broadcast. So what is the first human right? We, we are all born free and equal, correct? You got it. You said it. That's why I, I knew you knew it. <laughs> so so how does how does that differ, differ to uh, number 14, the right to seek a safe place to live? Tell us about this. Oh, that's the one that we're violating right now. I shouldn't say we're, but the world leaders in places around the planet are violating people's right to housing, the human right to housing. We just did a big, you know, I'm president of the United Nations Association, which is the local arm of the global United Nations. And we recently did a program called Housing is a Human Right. Now, I don't know if you have noticed the increase of homeless people. And in our town, Santa Barbara, California, um, our United Nations is unasb.org. And people can go there and see what we did. And there is a broadcast on the right to housing. Because what's happening are these big banks are taking over the mortgages of people who could yep. not afford. The, yep. Yeah, you know that, right? Uh, well, not I've heard only all about this. Men, you sure do, because it's it's prominent, isn't it? Well, this is this is a terrible situation. Explain this a little bit more to everybody. Well, the right to human housing. People have a right to live in the house that they were maybe inherited, but maybe their economic situation during the COVID nineteen didn't match the rent that they were paying. So they have to move. Where do they move? The renters or the people who own the properties are increasing the rents because they need more profits to pay for more bills. Long story short, we have homeless families here in Santa Barbara rather than just homeless people, just one man at a time. And so what's happening is if we bring the attention Attention needs to be brought to the situation that everybody has the right to housing. And, you know, we have so many people with so big, big, big houses. And you're thinking about, well, why don't we celebrate the fact that we have a big house and share some of this housing? And in Santa Barbara, we have Transition House, which is beautiful. Transition House is a place where families can go in the meantime when they don't have a place to live because of their rent not being paid or something. And so it's really amazing how this inter, this transition house feeds the families. Our churches all take turns. One night a week, we feed these beautiful families, and they are trying to earn enough money so that they can get into housing. A simple little thing like that, so they can pay the first and last month's rent. That's a lot of money for people. And so the transition house allows them to have a place to live, food to eat, their families in safety, the kids go to school. And as the parents, both parents usually work, then they accumulate their money and then we give them some help also so that they can pay the down payment on their rent for the next couple of months or so. One of the things that I always find so strange, (laughs) and maybe you can explain this to me, Barbara, is that folks want to help the homeless and they want to make sure that you know they have all the various things and then when it's time to really actually do it they don't want to do those things 
like for instance <laughs> like for instance um there's there's a and and this happens on 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 both sides of the aisle but a lot of times it happens a lot with I hate to call them Democrats because a lot of them are not real real Democrats, but the 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 folks like Nancy Pelosi and folks like that, they have a lot of money and they have a lot of connections and they could help the homeless and they just choose not to. Well, I'm with you. Let's hope to help. Let's help the homeless. Yes. And you know, yes. You do you have snow where you live? Uh, we currently do have snow as of uh, Sunday. Well, you know, well, think about that. Now, let's pretend that you were, you are homeless. Yes. And it snows. Well, how are you going to keep yourself sane when you're freezing half to death? Don't have a hot meal. You know this, um, the people who are leaving um, Ukraine right now, there's a chef called the World Chef. And do you know when they when they reach the Poland border, and they kind of transition across it. What do they get? The children get hot soup. The parents get hot soup. He creates a way to welcome them with warm, hot food. There's nothing like warm, hot food. And so you think about, why don't we? Why don't we have a united Congress, a united way that we can say we're all here for the same reason, to make the United States uh, equitable, wonderful country we all can have our human yes. rights honored, right? Yes. Completely understand, so, my friend. If they could only just get along, that's why I did peacepodcast.org. And this morning I called my IT man and I said, thank you, thank you. He has now put all my AD Peace Podcast on my YouTube channel. You just go to YouTube and go peacepodcast.org and you'll see my pretty picture there. I just had my hair done before I took the picture. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and so there I am sitting smiling at the world with my necklace on. My granddaughter said, Grandma? You're so glamorous. And I said, well, why not? I'm a woman, and I like to be glamorous. <laughs> and That's so tremendous. my little granddaughter, at about the age of four, she would say, Grandma, go put on your jewels and come visit us, because I like to wear costume jewelry. I like to look pretty. Why not? And that's my right. I have a right to look pretty. I have a right to be enthusiastic. I have a right to be healthy. And I'm going to give everybody on this call today the right to be perfect. You are perfect. You don't have to change to make yourself better. You don't have to do anything except remember you are a miracle. My late husband, who was the Assistant Secretary General of the United Nations, would tell everybody in the audiences, and we traveled around the world, that you realize each of you sitting here today watching me and my dear wife, Barbara, are miracles. You were born a miracle, and we have no right to ruin your life with bombs or guns or no right to take away your human rights. He was so excited. He was an intern. Get this. He was an intern at the United Nations when the Bill of Human Rights was passed, and it was passed at midnight, and it was passed unanimously. Every country that was in the United Nations, I think there were 58 that voted for the international human rights. Think about that. That means those people in Russia have the same rights as us people here in Santa Barbara, California. The right to live a life with nature and the right to live a life with the luxury of breath, fresh air, water, and the soil that nurtures us. You know, we're yes. really lucky in the United States, but there are some people that aren't just lucky, and that's why the human rights were created. We have got a great guest with us today. Barbara Gon Mueller is with us. Uh, she is amazing, and she has got uh, a lot of different things going on here. Um, where, what do you, you know, think? I, we, 
No, no, no. Go go ahead. What, what were you saying, Michael? I was going to tell you, I thought you were going to ask me, why is the United Nations so important today? And do you know, um, because my husband was Assistant Secretary General at the United Nations, I was reading his book. It's called Prophet the Hatmaker's Son, and you can buy it on Amazon. And it's about his life and how he made the decision when he was a little boy in the Alsace-Lorraine, those French People in Alsace-Lorraine were shooting the Germans in Germany. And they were cousins eating the same food. They had the same last name. And he said, I'm going to work for peace. And his dad said, I pity you, young man, because there's no such thing as a peacemaker. He said, well, I'm going to be a peacemaker. I'm not going to have war ever again. And that brings me to my grandfather. My grandfather left Hungary because he never wanted to go to war. And when the coffin maker was piling up the coffins, he said, what are you doing that for? He said, you're going to need him. The war is coming. My grandfather, who was very wealthy and hungry, in fact, my great, 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 great grandfather is King Batori. And so we would go to Hungary, my late husband and I would go there and visit my great grandfather, great, great, great grandfather on his big horse with a big sword because they didn't have any guns then and he went to Poland and saved them. The point I'm making is my grandfather left Hungary because he did not want to see the scourge of war, which is why the United Nations was founded to avoid the scourge of war. You know, I wish we could get away from war, but I know that it makes a lot of military contractors a lot of money. <laughs> so, it um, for whatever well, reason... The, you're so right. I have to tell you, you couldn't be righter. Um, it's about money. It's about yes. power. And you know, you look at these cemeteries filled with people, and you think, did that bring peace? Did that, those war fighters, did that bring peace to those war fighters or to their families? Is there peace where they were? You know, war makes money, and I'm so sorry that does. I wish we could figure out a way that we didn't have to go to war. That's why I want everything to go to the United Nations, because that's where our global voice is. I don't know if you've ever been there, but they have the most beautiful, non-political, ways of communicating called the General Assembly. When you sit in that General Assembly hall and you realize everybody in that hall has the right to life and everybody in that hall is there protecting the rights of the countries that they represent. Do you know that there are 191 countries that are part of the United Nations? Think about that. Barbara Gunn Mueller with us today. She is fantastic. So, Barbara, before we let you go, how do people get in touch with you on social media and the websites and everything? Well, I would love to give them my unasb.org for the United Nations information and okay. then peacepodcast.org. And you know, think about it peacepodcast.org. You can go there and click on any one of the beautiful speakers. It's a decision. When you wake up in the morning, it's a decision to decide to be peaceful. Yes. Right? Yes, it is. It is definitely a decision. And some people choose to not, and some people choose to do, and uh, it is always entertaining. You decide to be peaceful. It's good for your health. Yes. Makers live longer. Very much My so. My friend Ben Ferenz is 102, and he's still working for <laughs> peace. I tell you, if you want to live longer, drink water and work for peace. <laughs> drink water and work for peace. That's where we're. <laughs> that's where we're gonna leave it. Barbara, have yourself a wonderful day, my friend. I love you. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. I love You're Barbara Gong Mueller, and. That is amazing. We've got more coming up.
Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-991-7014. 800-991-7014. That's 800-991-7014. And let Best MedCare do the work for you. If you don't have final expense insurance, this message is for you. LifeCare provides valuable whole life insurance to help cover final expenses, medical bills, burial costs, and unpaid debt. A final expense insurance policy is fast, easy, affordable life insurance available to anyone between the ages of 50 and 80. No medical exams, no lengthy questionnaires, and no waiting period. Call LifeCare at 800-926-6092, 800-926-6092, 800-926-6092. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. To keep your family and property safe, call 1-800-676-1070. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-676-1070. Welcome back to our big broadcast. We are live on iHeartRadio today and also AMFM247.com, 50-plus AMFM stations. Across the country and around the world, live video at our website, J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. And we have a fabulous, fabulous guest with us today. And we have been spotlighting some of the different races across the country with the midterms and everything coming up. And the last couple days, we have uh, been very interested in this this race uh, in Arkansas, and we have got one of the candidates with us today. Heath Loftus is with us. Pastor, welcome to the broadcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for having me. So, Heath, um, tell me a little bit about why you decided to run in this race out there in Arkansas. Uh, there's a there's Two major issues. One was is that the uh, the election that we feel that was stolen uh, after the November election occurred. Uh, uh, being a service member, having enlisted in the uh, United States Marine Corps Reserve, I, I mean, I feel very much uh, for this country and where she's going. And then to have your elected officials uh, that you sent up there to Washington, who you, you know, who you're doing a redress with of grievances with the with the the what shook out in the uh, the whole election debacle that happened. And not having your voice being heard, and then when everything flipped over and changed over, you know, and and just to add just to the despondency that uh, that many of us uh, you know felt after the House flipped, after the Senate flipped, and after the White House flipped, uh, then the Republicans came forth with a pro-life bill, and it, it is just one of those moments where the the you know the blinders were taken off, and I began to see things for what it was. Is that everything that happens in Washington is nothing but theater, and you don't you don't get reelected for uh, solving problems. You get uh, you uh, it's it's there's money to be made and to uh, fundraise off of of opposing sides, and both sides are in on it. And yeah. so it's just we the people are just fed up. Well, Pastor, I I will have to say I really admire the fact that you want to get in 
to politics because that is a uh, seems to be a uh, just a nasty place <laughs> when it, it really is. comes down it to is, it. Man, and I tell you, in Arkansas politics, it's really nasty. It's yes. Nasty. Well, we are speaking with today a fantastic guest. Pastor Heath Loftus is with us, Republican candidate for U.S. Senate for the state of Arkansas. He is also a pastor at Park Avenue Missionary Baptist Church, and uh, he joins us today here on our program. PastorHeathLoftus.com is the official website if you want to donate to the campaign or get involved with what he is doing. So, Pastor, one of the things that you mentioned earlier is this uh, election situation, and I'm starting to notice, uh, in fact, just the interview right before I had you on, I interviewed a um, really good friend of mine who is a progressive Democrat, and he is starting to question the fact that the election had some interesting things because one of the things that he brought up is the fact that Joe Biden got all these votes, but yet if you look at the way you look at polls, Bernie Sanders is the most popular Democrat and the most popular politician in the United States. How in the world did Joe Biden get all these votes? And so, Pastor, what I want you to speak to is the fact that both sides are starting to wake up to this election situation. Talk to us about right. this. Well, I mean, well, from the Republican side of things, even if he did somehow miraculously get 81 million votes, which is just a stretch yes. in, in, in imagination oh, it's, it's a in, in of itself, <laughs> we, yes. we, there needs to be assurances, things that show that, you know, like a paper trail, something, to, a, a receipt of some kind to show that these uh, – uh, you know, audited and everything that this was uh, above bar, and nobody, yep. nobody anywhere has done any of those things. And even, and like I said, even if he was legitimate, which I do not believe he is in any way, shape, or form, but even if he were, there should be a way to validate that because the, uh, yes. our our constitutional republic is really um, it's really based upon our confidence in the election process. And, yes. and if there's no con, if there is if there is no uh, yeah, you know, if we if we feel um, that this is a big fraud and a scam, then you're going to dis- you're going to dissuade many people who would otherwise be active in our in our government system, uh, voting and in or running for office, and you're you're you've, you've created a um, an authoritarian government. We have got a great guest. Devo- Go ahead, uh, Pastor. Break- I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. Go ahead, my friend. No, sir. Uh, completely devoid of uh, the people's voice, and that's not what that's not what either side would want, anyway. Yes, and uh, and so there needs to be something to sh- to show for that, and I'm I'm thankful for a lot of the states that are stepping up, that are you know that are uh, really questioning the whole election system because it's not, you know, it's not uh, the vo- the you know the votes that count it who it's who counts the votes, and yes. people are beginning to wake up to that. We have got a great guest with us today. Heath Loftus is with us. He was born in Little Rock, Arkansas. He served in the U.S. Marine Corps from 2011 to 2017. And he joins us today here on our big program talking about this uh, U.S. Senate race in Arkansas that he is running in the uh, the primary for. Uh, so the primary is on May 24th. What have you been doing to get ready for this primary? Have you been doing a lot of, you know, door knocking and things like this? Or kind of, kind well, of tell us a little bit about what you've been doing. Yeah, most of it is just uh, raising awareness and, um, and, and bringing people to understand. So we did some uh, advertising at the very beginning about this time last year, just so that a lot of the uh, Republican seats, committee chairs and all that would be aware that there's there's someone out there that's running for this office and so i've been going to a lot of the the committee chair meetings and stuff like that um and also uh being being on shows and and doing as much out there as i possibly can uh my schedule's pretty full but i i'm still full-time pastoring and i'm i'm actually out here today on my family's farm and helping a little bit there too so i've got just many hats i'm wearing and so i'm just doing as best i can with what i've got and so when I drop it, uh, so when you know to to um, to get that R beside your name on the ballot, you know I had to drop twenty thousand dollars, and so a lot of that, wow. was, that all of that was mine. 
that was all my money. And it was all the money that I saved from all the government money that they gave me back last year. <laughs> and so, uh, so, and this is a bit of a calling, too. I said, you know, Lord, if you want me to do this, you're going to have to fund it. Well, he literally, down to the very dollar, gave me $20,000 from yep. the government this last yep. year. So I can't say, I can't walk away from it once he validates it. Well, you have had quite the reception on social media. Talk to me a little bit about how that has gone, because you, you, you've got a pretty good following on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Well, I don't, I don't think I have much on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I've never really on Twitter, and that, that's to my detriment, I understand. Uh, but I, I, couldn't get, I couldn't find that many conservative voices that want to stay on there and, and, and actually fight the good fight um, because, because they're being outshouted by the liberal voices on Twitter. Facebook, yeah. uh, I, I deleted my account anyway after the uh, the election that was stolen in January. I was just so, I was just in a state of despondency that I just I just threw my hands up the world, and said, "Well, you know, I don't want to be any part of it," you know. And so I just I didn't like what Facebook and all the social media platforms did in their hand on the election either. So I said, "Well, they, they yeah, I don't want to give them any more money or use or let them use me for advertising." So I just took my took all of my accounts off. Often, then, when I decided to run for office, I had to start all over, and because I'd gone past that window opportunity where you can reactivate your account and all that stuff. So, oh yeah. Uh, and so that's uh, that's been its own its own thing. But I have a good network of pastors in the state and uh, uh, dear friends of mine, and and they're letting their congregations know. And you know, I I do have a network of sorts that's here already. Okay, we are going to go back live here and we have got the great Sandra Lee joining us. The fantastic Sandra Lee, the star of stage and screen Sandra Lee. <laughs> and, uh, Sandra, how are you, my friend? Oh my gosh, it's getting bigger and better all the time. You are you are just so tremendous, my friend. Oh, so, thank you, honey. what do you have for us today? Well, I have to admit, James, that I'm really confused. I mean, I know that there's good and evil in the world. This much I know. But I'm very confused about who's good and who's evil. And I wrote to Donald about it. You know, I write him letters all the time. That's yes. I just, I just love this. I hope someday, I hope someday Donald gets these letters. I would love to see what Trump's reaction would be to your oh, he's books. He's going to love every word because he knows I adore him. <laughs> but anyhow, here's the one for today. Didn't I? Yes. The first book was yes. Dear Donald, Letters from a Loving Deplorable. And the second one was Dear Donald, Four More Years. And I'm, I'm going to get those four more years, James. And the third one is Dear Donald, um, uh, rainbow in a winter sky. Yes, yes. Because he is, you know, it's very bleak what's going on in the world right now. Here's my letter to him today. I'm going to read it to you, March 8th. Dear Donald, it's called Good and Evil. What do you know that I do not know? I am confused, Donald. I don't understand so many things that are going on in the world today, especially what is going on in Ukraine, Russia, Europe, Canada. China, Israel, the U.S., Iran, Syria, Mexico, and it goes on and on. I've never been this confused. Have you noticed, Donald, how healthy, attractive, and well-dressed the tens of thousands of Ukrainians are who are evacuating Ukraine? They are also wholesome-looking. Have you noticed how healthy the children look and how relentlessly dedicated the men who have stayed in Ukraine I mean, I really do admire these people who fight valiantly the onslaught of Russian soldiers who outnumber them greatly. Okay, Donald, have you noticed how many countries are sending help to Ukraine? China is not. Venezuela is not. Iran is not. Have you noticed that Biden said he wouldn't buy Russian oil, but he will go to China, who is literally enslaving millions of Uyghurs? because China is threatened by the Uyghurs' religion and popularity. So China imprisons these Uyghurs and uses them for cheap labor and kills them and sells their organs. Biden begs the brutal dictator in Venezuela for oil. He begs Iran, who is clearly our enemy, for oil. Biden will open our borders to drugs and criminals 
and evil cartels in Mexico. Have you noticed this? I am confused. A breathtaking number of huge companies, Visa, McDonald's, BlackRock, MasterCard, Apple, Netflix. It goes on and on to name a few. Hundreds of companies are pulling out of Russia. Banks are pulling out. There is much apparent good in the world, Donald. But have you noticed that Bill Gates' ex-wife has confessed that one of the reasons she left Bill Gates' unseemly relationship with Epstein's lascivious island, this is what, this is what made her leave, of sexual promiscuity and outrageous sexual abuse. This Bill Gates is a sicky baby, let me tell you. Gates, who claims to be such a good person, who wants to save humanity, is demonic. Have you noticed this? I mean, I really don't trust the man. I guess she doesn't either. I know that you have noticed this also, Donald. I know that you know truths about the international swamp that none of us know yet. So many of us watch what is going on all over the world, and we are greatly confused. Who are the good guys, and who are the bad ones? Black Lives Matter, they look so noble until we found out that its leaders were corrupt thieves and only interested in themselves and money. Antifa claimed to have noble ambitions, but we discovered that they were not so noble as we watched American cities being decimated and burning all over the country. Biden lies again and again about oil production in this country. He says we have lots of freedom to, to, to get oil here. We do not. They have blocked it in a gazillion ways. He fails at many things, this Biden, while he boasts as if he were succeeding. There is good and there is the swamp. I am sure you have noticed, Donald, I have. Hundreds of millions of us around the world are starting to notice, and we're starting to do something about it. And that's my dear Donald for today, dear James. <laughs> you know, a couple months ago, you mentioned that you were doing a TV show. Are you still doing the TV show? No, I didn't like it. <laughs> You know, you're honest. You're honest, Sandra. Very financially, um, the the direction it was going in was financial advice. You know, I'm not trying to give. Oh, okay. It's just not who I am. So I looked really pretty on screen, and they were trying to make me a star. And I said, you know what? It's not enough to be a star. You have to have a message you believe in, and that's what makes you a star, really. So we're revamping the show, and I'll certainly keep you posted. We got somebody else to do the financial news. I'm not interested in financial news. I'm interested in, um, you know, in spiritual things, in making the world a better place, in building a beautiful America, uh, in, in, in things that are wholesome, about the way in which we treat one another. You know, I'm not an add and subtract person, really. So they needed a different kind of person for that, and I tried to help them find one. And we're trying to reformat a show that's right for me. And I will certainly keep you posted. That's really cool, because I was was really hoping that you were going to be able to to get things going with the TV show. I I was really hoping that was going to be a a cool thing for you. It would be cool. And I've done television. I did TV in New York for years. I produced and hosted 400 of my own TV shows. Holy so I'm smokes. Really good at it. I just have to find the right plant, you know? Yes, yes. And I just want to be young enough to still look pretty on screen. That's important to me. You don't look a day over 25, my friend. I know. I actually- <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for makeup. Sandra Lee with us today. So how do we get your books, my friend? It's always good to be with you, James. So your books, how do we get your books, Sandra? Well, you know, you want to get them from um, Barnes & Noble. Yes. And you can get the first two, Dear Donald, Letters from a Loving Deplorable, and Dear Donald, Four More Years. And the third one, I'm working on. It's almost done. 
and that's a dear Donald, a rainbow and a winter sky. It, 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 Joe Biden is the winter sky baby, let me tell you. He is nuts. You and are you are speaking my language, my but friend. Everything they're talking about is just—it's so wrong. We don't want socialism. The country is moving in a different direction. Many, many people are leaving the Democratic Party, which is—I used to be a member of the Democratic Party. It's not the party I was a member of. No. It's changed now. They're all socialists, and Americans don't want that. They don't want it. Well, you are. So fantastic we'll, we'll we'll get rid of biden we'll put trump back in or somebody wonderful like him and we'll move on being the wonderful freedom loving decent country that we used to be well sandra you are fantastic and i look forward to talking to you next week thank you my friend oh thank you talk to you soon appreciate it there she goes sandra lee the fantastic sandra lee and uh, let's see. What shall we do here? With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.